The question that we have, we have had, if I look at the GDP on a quarterly basis in recent quarters, what we can see is that the GDP was negative 0.4 in fourth quarter of 2021 and 0.1 in first quarter of 2022. In the second quarter of 2022, it managed to come back up to about 0.8% year-on-year GDP growth. And the question is, which way is this going from here? Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever, stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on a mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. Join me, go to myworstinvestmentever.com and sign up for my weekly Become a Better Investor newsletter, where I share how to reduce risk and create, grow, and protect your wealth. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Academy. And today, I want to share some research I've been working on. The title of today's discussion is, Will the U.S. Have a Recession or a Soft Landing? Remember, this is for educational purposes only. This is not investment advice. So let's go into this. And first of all, to download this slide deck, just go to myworstinvestmentever.com and click on the button that says, get the PDF. It's right there in the front. So never has the US government caused such a massive move in GDP. What I was looking at was GDP going back to 2000. And you can just see obviously that during the COVID crisis, the government shut down and caused GDP to collapse by 8.5%. And then the government pumped things up and reopened and they caused GDP to rise by about 8%. Now, the question that we have, we have had, if I look at the GDP on a quarterly basis in recent quarters, what we can see is that the GDP was negative 0.4 in fourth quarter of 2021 and 0.1 in first quarter of 2022. In the second quarter of 2022, it managed to come back up to about 0.8% year-on-year GDP growth. And the question is, which way is this going from here? So I want to look at two specific potential outcomes. The first is a recession, and then the second is a soft landing. And I want to go into the reasons for a recession first. So I've created a chart. This is on page six of the PDF. And what I say is that extreme increases in interest rates are meant to slow the economy. So on the recession side, the whole purpose of why the government is raising interest rate, why the Fed's raising interest rate is to slow down the economy. And this has been the fastest rate hike cycle by the Fed since the 1980s. In the 2004 cycle, the target rate was hiked by 4.25% in total. And it's the same as in this current cycle, but it has now been done much faster. So right there, your first argument is that we've had an extreme increase in interest rates and it's meant to slow down the economy. The second reason why we should have a recession in 2022 in the US is the massive rise in the mortgage markets and in mortgage rates, and that is dramatically slowing down the property market. This in turn leads to crashing prices, which will make people feel less wealthy and hold them back from spending. So the interest rate, I show a long-term chart of 30-year fixed mortgage rate here, and we can see it goes from about 2.5 up to 6.15. It's such a dramatic increase. How could it not cause a recession? 
Now, the next reason and argument for why we are going to have a recession, not a soft landing, is the yield curve has inverted. And this has perfectly predicted prior recessions. All recessions in the US since 1968 were preceded by an inverted yield curve. And if we look at the inversion of the yield curve right now, it's steeper than it's ever been, meaning short-term rates are higher than long-term rates. And basically, if this was to play out as it has in all the prior recessions since 1968, we had about a year from when the yield curve inverted, which would mean about mid-2023. There you have it. Another reason why we are going to be facing a significant recession in 2022. Now, the next idea is thinking about the surge in spending supported by government handouts, how that's working itself out of the system. And basically, since 2021, households have demonstrated stronger than usual buying behavior. And basically, strong wage growth has contributed to more savings in for fourth quarter 2021. Now, the main thing is that I look at the change in income, I look at reduction in outlays, and I look at fiscal support. The key thing is in 2020 and 2000, early 2021, the government injected a lot of money into the individuals as well as companies. And the result was it pumped it up and that kept the economy strong. And now it is a negative force. Well, that completes the points related to recession. To download this slide deck, remember, just go to myworstinvestmentever.com and click on the button that says, get the PDF. All right, it is time to look at the reasons for a soft landing. First reason, high employment means the economy is robust and can withstand the rate hikes. The unemployment rate is so low. Now, the counter to that, of course, is that maybe they don't calculate it the best way and all that, but hey, this number is super low. Now, the second reason for why it's going to be a soft landing rather than a recession is companies are highly profitable, which will allow them to bear a slowdown more easily. Here, I show the profit margin that I calculated by looking at every company in the world, excluding financials and excluding real estate. And you can see that an operating margin or an EBIT margin was about 11%. It's extremely profitable. And that basically allows the companies to absorb the potentials, losses or slowdown without too much damage. Also, companies are sitting on tons of cash. Right now, if we look at the 15,000 or 13,000 companies excluding financials and real estate worldwide, they have almost $9 trillion worth of cash. It's massive. Also, let's look at the, uh, the next point, And that is that individuals have slowed their spending in anticipation of an economic slowdown. Now, what I'm looking at here is goods consumption and services consumption. And what we can see is that goods consumption really bounced back after the after COVID times, and now it's coming back down and service consumption is starting to rise. The point is, is that things are normalizing and people are anticipating it. Now, the next reason is the Democrat party leadership Biden and others will pump things up. Just like every political party doesn't want to see their markets crash. Well, in this case, we've got a great example of the US Strategic Petroleum Reserve, where they basically sold from about, the reserve had about 700 million barrels at its peak, and they sold that down to 400 million barrels. So that just is evidence that the government's willing to do what it takes to prevent 
a severe recession. Now, there's another reason why we're going to have a soft landing. And that is, if you look at the global financial crisis in 2008, what was it? Well, one of the big aspects of it was, you know, it was driven by the mortgage market and it was driven ultimately by government pushing banks to provide mortgage loans to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And what happened is that if we look at 2007, the banks had about one point, let's say about $1.25 trillion worth of cash and government securities, let's say securities in general, but most of them are government. And now that's gone up. So they had very little cash, a little bit over a trillion dollars in cash. And now they've got about $8 trillion in cash. So reducing the risk of the financial sector crisis, which would exacerbate an economic crisis, the banks in America are in great shape and they are not going to end up having a problem. And therefore, we're not going to have such a severe recession as we did in the global financial crisis. And then U.S. banks are in a strong position holding lots of cash. Again, let's look at this in a little bit more detail. And what we can see is that at the end of 2021, the banks had nearly 40% of their assets in cash and securities. And most of those securities were government securities. So basically, they are at a low risk or they position themselves to be very low risk. And also, that compares, 40% compares to about 13% at the end of 2007. I think this is enough evidence, and this chart is a great one, that shows that the banks are in great shape, and therefore, we're not going to have a banking crisis. And if we don't have a banking crisis, then we probably aren't going to have a strong recession. Instead, we're going to have a soft landing. Now, the last major point that I want to highlight is that government spending is going to be crowded out by borrowing interest payments. And Basically, politicians are then going to pressure the Fed to cut rates. As interest rates rise, then politicians can't spend as much money as they want. So what are they going to do? They're going to kick out the Fed. They're going to put pressure on them until eventually the Fed has to reverse and bring down interest rates. And that's an argument for why we don't have a severe crisis. So remember to download this slide deck. Just go to myworstinvestmentever.com and click on that button that says get the PDF. So let's wrap this up. What are the reasons for recession? Well, extreme increases in interest rates are meant to slow down the economy. So it's natural to expect a recession. Also, collapse of property market threatens spillover and drags consumer spending down. The third one is the yield curve has inverted, which has perfectly predicted prior recessions. And the surge in spending supported by government handouts is working itself out of the system. What about the reasons for a soft landing? Let's review those. Strong and robust employment can withstand rate hikes. Companies are highly profitable and sitting on a lot of cash, and that allows them to bear the cost of a slowdown without putting them at risk. And then people have been anticipating a slowdown, and hence they're already adjusting their spending down. Also, the Democrat Party will pump things up as they did with the strategic petroleum reserves as a method of preventing the economy from crashing. And U.S. banks are in strong position, holding lots of cash in government bonds. And finally, government spending is going to be crowded out by borrowing interest payments, and then politicians will pressure the Fed to cut rates. So let me wrap up by saying, what do you think? Will the U.S. have a recession or a soft landing? Listeners, that's a wrap. On more research to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth, remember I'm on a mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. If you've not yet joined the mission, just go to myworstinvestmentever.com 
and join my weekly Become a Better Investor newsletter to reduce risk in your life. This is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stott, saying, I'll see you on the upside.